Emerald City of Oz. The Whimsies. The new general of the Elf King's army knew perfectly well that to fail in his plans meant death for him. Yet, he was not at all anxious or worried. He hated everyone who was good and longed to make all who were happy unhappy. Therefore, he had accepted this dangerous position as general quite willingly. Feeling sure in his evil mind, he would be able to do a lot of mischief and finally conquer the land of Oz. Yet, Guff was determined to be careful and to lay out his plans so as to not fail. He argued that only careless people fail in what they attempt to do. The Elf King's extensive caverns were located under the mountains, just north of the Land of Eve, which lay directly across the deadly desert to the east of the Land of Oz. The Elf King planned to tunnel underneath this desert to reach the Land of Oz. He did not want his armies to appear above ground in the country of the Winkies, which was the part of the Land of Oz nearest the Elf King's lands. The people would give the alarm and enable Ozma to fortify the Emerald City and assemble an army. He wanted to take all the Oz people by surprise. He decided to dig the tunnel all the way to the Emerald City. Then his armies would break through the ground without warning and conquer the people before they had time to defend themselves. Rokop the Red began work at once on the tunnel. He gave a thousand miners the task of building it high and wide enough for his armies to march through it with ease. The elves were skilled at making tunnels. All the kingdom in which they lived was underground, and they made rapid progress. While this work was going on, General Guff started out alone to visit the chief of the Whimsies. The Whimsies were a curious tribe of people who lived in a far-off country of their own. They had large, strong bodies, but had tiny fist-sized heads. The Whimsies were a proud tribe, but were thought to be ashamed of their personal appearance, and so they wore a headdress, big fake heads, hats, and masks, lavishly decorated. On these, they wore colorful wigs of hair or feathers and decorated with jewels and all sorts of curious items. Pink, green, and purple were their favorite colors. The faces of these false heads and masks were painted in many ridiculous and fashionable ways. These big, burly creatures looked so whimsical and absurd in their strange masks that they were called whimsies. They foolishly imagined that no one would suspect their little heads behind the masks and under the wigs. They were quite the tribe. Many thought because of the small heads they had small brains and were not very smart. The Whimsies were a misunderstood tribe. Many thought they were evil spirits that could not be killed. They were hated and feared by everyone and were known as terrible fighters because they were so strong and muscular and did not sense enough to know when they were defeated. 
However, the Whimsies were smart in their own way and had developed many behavioral traits suited to their unique fairy environment. The chief of the Whimsies was thought to have little wisdom and was chosen chief merely because none among them was any wiser or more capable of ruling. General Guff thought the Whimsies would be a great help to the elves in the conquest of Oz. He thought under his leadership they could be induced to fight as long as they could stand up. So, he traveled to their country and asked to see the chief, who lived in a house that had a picture of his exotic mask and a wig painted over the doorway. The chief's mask had purple feather hair, decorated with beads, jewels, and exotic embroidery. The wig had faces of all sorts and were tangled in with the cloths of fashion. The open eye holes were visible so the chief could see through them with his own tiny eyes. General Guff approached and said to the chief of Whimsies, We elves are going to conquer the land of Oz and capture our king's magic belt, which the Oz people stole from him. Then we are going to plunder and destroy the whole country, and we want the Whimsies to help us. Will there be any fighting? asked the chief. Plenty, replied Guff. That must have pleased the chief, for he got up and danced around the room three times. Then he seated himself again, adjusted his false head, and said, We have no quarrel with the Ozma of Oz. But you whimsies love to fight, and here is a splendid chance to do so, urged Guff. Wait until I sing a song said the chief. Then he lay back in his chair and sang a strange song that did not seem to the general to mean anything, although he listened carefully. When he finished, the chief whimsy looked at him through the eye holes and asked, What reward will you give us if we help you? The general was prepared for this question, and he had been thinking this over during his journey. People often do a good deed without hope of a reward, but an evil deed, they always demand payment. When we get our magic belt, he made reply, our king, Rokot the Red, will use its power to give every whimsy a natural head as big and fine as the false head and mask he now wears. You will no longer need to wear a headdress. Oh, will you do that? asked the chief eagerly. We surely will, promised the general. I'll talk to my people, said the chief. So he called a meeting of the whimsies and told them of the offer made by the elves. The creatures were delighted with the bargain and at once agreed to fight for the elf king and help him conquer Oz. One whimsy alone seemed to have a glimmer of sense when he asked, Suppose we fail to capture the magic belt. What will happen then? What good will all our fighting do? But they threw him into the river for asking a foolish question and laughed when the water ruined his headdress before he could swim out again. The compact was made and General Guff was delighted with his success in gaining such powerful allies. But there were other people too, just as important as the Whimsies, whom the clever old elf had determined to win 
to his side. Summary General Guff is trying to build an army to conquer the Land of Oz. He went to the Whimsy tribe to ask them to fight against the Oz fairies. The Whimsies have small heads and as a result wear decorative headdresses and masks. General Guff promised that when they receive the magic belt back from Ozma, he will give them all normal sized heads. The Whimsies agree to this and now General Guff is off to find more creatures to be on his side of the war. Thank you.